Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. What? I I made a bass noise in preparation for your beatboxing. Oh, okay. And then you never <laughs> did your beatboxing. A bass? Well, okay, what was the bass? It was... Mm. <laughs> okay, okay, let's see how that's how. Okay. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> you need to add like a rhythm to it, man. Okay, I don't have an ear for music. Like even that was off tone. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I'm way I was off tone too, but I need you to at least come in with something more. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's stop. Let's stop it there. Anywho, welcome back to another Babus to Babus podcast. I am your uh, star captain, Sue, aka Babus. Star captain? What's that? It is a ship that floats around the sun. Oh. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the captain of a star. Oh, then I'll be a sun captain. Chi. No, the sun is a star. Oh, I'll be the moon captain, Chi. Okay, but the moon is the assistant to the star captain. <laughs> Why? Because the moon... It's not fair. <laughs> the moon is a, a smaller object that rotates around the the sun. <laughs> is this a trick question? No, it is. Or a trick statement? It's not. The moon rotates around a planet, right? And the planet rotates around a star. Okay, the sun. So technically, my my level of uh, my position is higher than yours. So every time we talk about the galaxy, I will understand it at the moment, and then just poop it out, and then completely forget about it. It's like, like it's like one year, hour. yeah, one year out the next. Yeah, like right now, I tell you right now, which one's bigger, the moon or the earth? <laughs> Stop! You're just trying to humiliate me. <laughs> but you should know this. This is a very simple question. All my life. Okay. I'm not even going to answer that question. All your life, what? What have you been told? Nothing. Nothing. Okay, I think like this. Where have you been told it's the opposite? <laughs> okay, so now answer. No, I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> Because then I'll get people who are going to hate on me. Well, I'm okay. <laughs> Which one's bigger? Stop it. <laughs> the earth or the moon? All my life, I've been told that the moon was bigger than the earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what I believed for years. Well, that because you were, it was told to you by your brother. <laughs> Who, who doesn't believe in dinosaurs? Yeah. So let's just put it there, that there. So it's the opposite of what he said. So he told me that the moon was bigger than the earth, and I believed it up until we started dating. And you made... Who, you and your brother? What? No, us. Oh, you, you didn't clarify. You never Sorry. interjected me in there. You just said, you know... No. It wasn't until you and I started dating and you made this casual comment about the moon being smaller than the earth. And I was like, what? (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) Yeah. I think the comment was about um, the different phases of the moon. 
Yeah, I don't remember what we were talking about, but I remember that. I remember we were talking about how the moon changes like throughout the month. Yeah, and the only way it changed because the sun, you know, yeah, yeah, I was explaining it to you. Right, and you're right, like, right. what? There's no way the moon's bigger than the Earth. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, is this girl? <laughs> this girl on the short bus? I can see why. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Had a helmet growing up. Hey, I didn't take astronomy growing up okay they don't offer astronomy classes in elementary school especially not at mps <laughs> well i learned it from mps well i i've never it was in the science book and i nope, nope <laughs> i don't remember you know why because science is uh against okay never, let's not go there, <laughs> let's not go there. good job, good job. <laughs> anywho welcome to another podcast and in this week's podcast, we're going to be discussing about friends. Woo, friends. <laughs> Not a TV show, as you so <laughs> beloved watch all the time. Yep. I've seen friends like 10 times already from beginning to, to end. To end. That's commitment. <laughs> I would honestly watch it. And then the moment I finish it, rewatch it. <laughs> Cry at the end of how sad everyone's leaving and then get all happy again once once the, the black screen comes up, you start crying. And then right when it comes back to the first episode, yay. Yep. If they had a friends marathon weekend. Oh yeah, that's where, me. Where like this convention going about just friends and everything they have there is like friends con, whatever. Yeah. And they watch friends all through the week. Would you yep. go? Yep. I would. <laughs> You meet the other two people and, are crazy. <laughs> and every time I watch the episodes, it's always like it's the first time I've seen it. Yeah, like I can't <laughs> believe you would laugh at the same jokes over and over and over again. Like it's the first time hearing it. I don't know, man. Or when Ross, when they broke up and Ross cheated. Well. It's it's up for debate. <laughs> they were on a break. Yeah, I'm still like, oh my gosh, how could he? <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> but anywho, no. that's how you know a show is great. Or maybe just how you know you enjoy a show. How about <laughs> sure. that? Sure, Because mm. that that's opinionated. But anywho, yeah, that's not what we're talking about. We're gonna be discussing about friends. You know, just kind of like the the quality of that you look in a friend now versus how it was growing up. Because I think we're we're older now, so I can say I'm a little more mature. I don't know about you. I am mature. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but you know your your uh, ideas of what. A good friend is changes over time as you, you know grow you up. know why i think it is though i think it's really finding who you are yeah once you understand who you really are and feel confident about the person that you know that you are you start to realize that you want certain people around you sure and then you start cutting out other people but growing up like you never get that no yeah that's true you know growing up you're still trying to find who you are so you 
you want to be friends with as many people as you can be. You want right. to be liked, you know. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, it's like it's like I don't care if you don't like me. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I like me, yeah. so I don't care. What, you know, but back then, it was like you don't know what you like, you don't know who right. you are. So right. the way you uh, assess yourself is through the views of other people. And if you have lots of friends, it means that you must be doing something right, or you're a good person, or you have something going on for you, like on, like just something going on that's attracting other people to you. So it makes you feel good. Yeah. And then once, yeah, now that we're older, we're just like, nah, like I like who I am, and I like this group of people around me you know what you want yeah and that's what you go for now so if you meet someone now and they don't fit that criteria that you seek in a friend then you just kind of move on or and also like you don't care as much about right you know what other people think not friends but like other people sure yeah you know you're not necessarily friends with like like you said if they don't like me who cares like Mm -hmm. i don't know you like i don't care about you (laughs) like why do your values you know your views of me why should i care about them but you know um but wasn't necessarily like that growing up though no do you still have friends Dang. Dang. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> you didn't let me finish cut, cut, the cut. question. Podcast over. Podcast <laughs> over. What I meant to say before you interrupted me was, do you still have friends that were your friends when when you were like eight years old during your childhood? Yeah, yeah I, I still do, but it's kind of harder. You know, Are when, you still close to them? Uh, I don't know. Do you talk to them? Like, let's say... Have you talked to any of your elementary school friends in the nah, last year? None nah. of them. I, I don't really keep track of my elementary school friends. They're all like gone. Hmm. Right. So I'm I'm more close with my the friends from my neighborhood. That you grew up with. Right, that in I grew up with. Yeah. And would you consider those your elementary school friends? No, because they didn't go to school with right, you. Right, they didn't okay, go to school sure. with me. They're more like, yeah, like neighborhood friends. Sure. <clears throat> And then I still talk to every now and then to my middle school friends. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, don't keep in track of any of my high school friends. Why is that? I didn't. I didn't really have any high school friends. I literally had like four people, like three, three, four people that I hang out with high school throughout the uh, three years, and then the the third. You want know, the third year? Um, was that junior junior year? I was hanging out with a different group of friends. And then senior year, I was hanging out with one of my friends. Right, that, right, right. No, that, I know. They transferred in. Oh, that's interesting. But I didn't, yeah, I don't keep track of none of them. Because, like, they were just friends of convenience, and I knew it. Right, right. They knew it. You know? But it, yeah, I, yeah. I feel that way a lot about my friends. That my friends are mostly just friends of convenience. And yeah. that's, that's a little sad when I think about it. Because I would, you know, I, I would hope that we could be friends beyond just location convenience or time convenience you know do you think that that's partly because of you oh yeah of course i mean (laughs) i do have to admit i'm terrible at communication and that's something that i've come to try to really like work on Mm -hmm. now um but definitely a lot of excuse me the friends that i've had in the past like in middle school high school college we've definitely grown apart because of the lack of communication the fact that you know 
I don't keep in touch with them as much as I want to. And I'm not going to lie. There were times where I would reach out and then I would just get like no response back. Mm-hmm. So. Isn't that weird? Like now that you think about all your friends, like, isn't it weird to just find a friend that will actually talk back? Yeah. You know, like timely mm-hmm. and like wants to keep the conversation going. Right. But nowadays it just seems like everyone's just so quick to like get the two cents in and then just leave. Yeah. And it's not just that, but I I know these friends that I've had in the past, I know that they're on their phones. Yeah. You know, 24 seven without <laughs> a doubt. Like I see them live on Instagram or live on Facebook and I know, you know, I know they're active. And when I send them a like, Hey, just want to catch up kind of text or Hey, how are you doing? No response. So then when things like that happen, I really have to evaluate like, Oh man, maybe this person really doesn't care about me as much as, I care about them, you know? Yeah. And I, I agree with that statement too. Do you think because they're no longer like your friends of convenience that now they're just don't really care as much anymore? I think a part of them still care, but. But not to, to send a text back. Right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and that's so sad. I guess it's the main point of this this uh, podcast is just kind of talk about how how friends change over the years, or how our outlook on friend has yeah. friends have also changed. So, did you did you have like friends that you've been consistently friends with growing up and then changed? So here's the thing: my parents have always been very strict in regards to who were our friends and who we could hang out with. Mm -hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that I've had cousins who my parents have witnessed, you know, hang out with their friends and they've kind of chosen like the bad crowd to hang out with. You know, they would start to like join gangs or skip school because their friends are telling them to, you know, a lot of these like bad attributes. And so I think my parents were really scared that we would all meet people like this and turn out to be bad people. And so growing up, my parents never allowed us to have friends unless they were family. Did any of those people got their life together and no. like became successful? No. So they continued that route. They of- continued that route. And it wasn't until a lot of them were older that they realized that, oh, man. That all these years of partying. And, right. And that they really, you know, messed up. messed up. But it's too late because. Now they have a family. Now kids. they have kids. Or now they're married yeah. and in terrible yeah. relationships. Or, you know, just whatever. Yeah. So would you say that because your parents hinder you from having friends like that? Uh, well, that your parents had a very like strong uh, influence. Yeah, influence on why you don't have friends. Yeah, yeah, because I had cousins who I would see them invite their friends over, and their friends would hang out with them in their house. We never had that. I didn't see any of my siblings with any of their friends over at our house. You know, but the things that your cousins then would have Hmong friends though, right? No, it was Hmong friends as well as other. Races. Uh, races. Mm. Yeah. You think because their parents just didn't care? 
no no i heard i you know many times i've heard their parents nag at them lecture at them oh, about they, having friends over but they you just know? don't care but they just don't care right but That's then the what, what makes the difference in you and them then because you guys seem to oh care. because our parents would beat us that's the thing <laughs> you know you you hear other parents nag and yell at them but the difference with my parents was that oh yeah we would get beat for it and i think social workers please don't show up we're we're all okay <laughs> <laughs> allegedly they would allegedly beat you guys <laughs> i think you're all too old for social workers to come okay none of that happens anymore <laughs> allegedly allegedly <laughs> no but i think it also has a lot to do with the fact that we i'm not saying that my cousins or you know other kids didn't respect their parents but we were fearful of our parents and we also respected them enough to know that okay this is their home if they don't want this then we're not going to cause any trouble would you change it though um, I don't think I would. <laughs> Dang. You guys hear that? <laughs> Our kids, no friends. No friends over. No, because um, I've come to... Uh, I guess I could, I could see why. I mean, okay, look. Even though you guys didn't have friends coming over... It actually created this bond between right. your family. Yeah, I'm very close to my siblings. Yeah, which is like, I think in the bigger picture, it's just as good as having friends. Because sure. because the reason why you have friends is is to have people that you're, that you can connect with, that you can talk to, mm -hmm. that you don't feel like you're going to get judged. Right. You know, for the decisions you make. I mean, we get, there's judging happening all the time. Right. But the thing is, it's out of like care. Yeah. You know, like when it comes down to it, they will still care for you. Yeah. Of course. Right. So. I guess at the end of the day, I never truly felt neglected or alone. Because at home, I always had someone that I could talk to or hang out with. Or yeah. be entertained with. So you, you did know? have friends. You have friends with your family. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, and that, that's like a very um, <clears throat> different viewpoint from versus me, because I'm not friends with any of my family growing <laughs> up. You know, I was never friends with any of my family because they all had their own group that they hang out so with. So you were never close with any one of them. You. You didn't share any secrets or anything like that. You couldn't talk to them about your feelings or your emotions. Nah, we're not that kind of family. Mm. No feelings. My family was like that. Like, even to this day, we could still openly tell each other how we really think and feel about each other. Yeah, see? And we'll be offended, but we'll be like, okay, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, see? <laughs> ours is not like that at all. We barely talk. <laughs> like, hey, how's it going? It's good. <laughs> It's good. <laughs> hey, you see that Packers game last week? Yeah, man. Like, it was guys, close. Like, you guys don't even call each other. <laughs> yeah. The thing is that, like, my brothers and will sometimes message me and call me, mm -hmm. but only because I, I moved, like, super far away. But the thing, but my brothers and them, they all hang out. Yeah. Well, your older brothers. Right. All my older right? brothers, they hang out. And my younger siblings are now kind of, like, slowly joining the party, too. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, it's like, <clears throat> we we hang out together, but we never really like talk about how we feel. 
or have like deep you, conversations. Yeah. You guys don't have that intimate relationship. It's just right. a social relationship. But but the thing is, that it's it's kind of a relationship where like we know that that's not how we are. Sure. But we know that we're there for each other. Sure. Yeah. It's not like we just hang out just to hang out. Like we're mm-hmm. we're hanging out because we care for one another. Yeah. Which is not good with sharing our emotions. Right. And our families are also very different because when my family would have events, it was just intermediate family. Yeah, there's like like 13 of you guys. <laughs> yeah, and that was it. <clears throat> but when your family have parties, it's like you invite your friends, your brother over there invites his friends, and they invite their friends of friends, and then, you know, like... Next thing you know, it's like 60 people. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think more than that. But, <laughs> but, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... I guess what what has changed like with you and your friends because I know that you were close with your cousins well yeah that's the thing my parents didn't allow us to really have outside friends so if they weren't family you know they would never approve of it so growing up I was closest to three of my uh, girl cousins Mm -hmm. and we grew up together like we hung out all the time we did everything together um because they were family they were allowed to like sleep over spend the night with me things like that and we all went to church we would all sing in the choir like we did everything watch korean dramas we were all very close very open talk to each other about our feelings um about boys that we liked we showered together <laughs> All right, you really need to know that part. (laughs) Until we were 16 years old. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I get it. You guys were close. But the point was, was that we were all so very close because our parents had very similar morals, had very similar traditional beliefs. And so we had things that we could talk about and really relate to. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. because our parents were so strict. We couldn't go hang out with outside friends. We couldn't go to the movies, you know. Right. So it's only family. Right. And so all four of us, we completely understood that. And so we had that that common relatability that made us very close. Mm -hmm. And growing up, we've always, you know, we've made vows and promises because we realized how kind of socially oppressed we were. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, hey, you know what? One day when we get older, we're going to get out of this and we're going to become like bestest of friends beyond this. And we're going to live together and, you know, do everything that we've always wanted that we couldn't because of how oppressed we were with our parents. And that was our belief. And that was what all four of us strived to get to. Mm-hmm. And when I graduated high school, all of our dreams were to leave home. And I was the only one out of the four of us that successfully left home. And but the thing is, do you feel like that was the wedge? <sighs> or like or like do you feel like throughout the like high school years you start to feel that distance being no. created? No, I didn't feel, um, so I was the second oldest out of the four of us. 
Mm-hmm. And the first oldest, she had graduated high school and she was supposed to be the first one to leave, the first one to leave, the first one to kind of show us the way and say, all right, you guys, like, I'm going to head out first. I'm going to take the reins to, you know, what is it? This horse, the sleigh, <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> I was trying to give a metaphor, but it didn't work out. It was the worst metaphor, <laughs> worst metaphor. And she didn't. And, um, I think it had a lot to do with fear. Mm-hmm. She was afraid to be the first one to do it. And because we were so close knitted, she found comfort in that, you know, and she didn't want to leave that comfort of our friendship. Even though it was the plan to do that. Even though it was the plan to do it. Right. A, a, a space for you guys to come to. Right. And when it was her turn, she didn't do it. And so over the years, she kept saying, she, I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you and we can do this together. And and, then, and and so that was the new plan. And so. But it wasn't really fair, though, because when you left, you left to go to college. Right. And because that was my only scapegoat to leave. Right. But then that that plan had no room for your, your cousin. There was a plan for that. She was also supposed to attend college too uh, with you right we didn't have to go to the same college but the goal was to also kind of go together to the same city because she had family in the city she had mm. two brothers that lived there and did you, guys, did you talk to her about this oh yeah we talked about this all the time it was always a okay i can't wait like i'm packing my stuff i'm ready we're gonna go and it never happened and wait so it never happened because you left Right, and it was hard for you to leave. Oh, you, it, it was hard I, for me to leave. You, well, you didn't technically leave. You got kicked out. <laughs> it was either you're gonna stay home or I'm going to kick you out. Which I don't understand because all your brothers left. Yeah. And because you are, you were a girl, and because that's why I was a girl. My it was solely my mom that was really strict about this. Mm-hmm. She didn't want me to leave the house. She didn't want me to leave because she was fearful that because I was a girl, things were going to happen to me and she wouldn't be able to protect, protect me. You, yeah. And so. And so by teaching you a lesson, she kicked you out. <laughs> because she said that if I was going to be a disobedient daughter and be a rebel and not obey her, then she didn't want me as her daughter anymore. Mm-hmm. That was, that's their like, that's always their go to. Yeah. And I'm like, sure, by all means, like. This is what I wanted anyway, so kick me out. And I think that maybe your cousin was too scared of that. She was scared that her parents were going to do the same thing yeah. to her and she had nowhere to go. Right. And that she couldn't. I think, I guess it's that lack of self confidence. You know, I feel like it, when you left, you're like, whatever, like, I got plans, I, I got ways to survive. Yeah. And, and that's true. But a part of me was also really scared because. I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. Um, and I completely understand where my cousin was coming from when she said she was scared. And I said, hey, you know, if you want to wait, then you can wait and we can do this together. And that was the plan. And then ever since you went to college, did you just lose connection with your? your no, cousin? I still kept in touch with them. Like we were writing each other letters. And then we when, were, it, when did it stop? It stopped. It stopped when two of my younger cousins also graduated and decided not to do what we had planned. 
so then it looked like I was the outcast here. Right. And it looked like I had left them behind. But the way I saw it was that they left me behind. Right. Because they were because, supposed to do the plan. Because, right. The plan was always that we were going to stick together. We were going to support each other no matter what happened, you know. And when it came to the plan, every single one of them bailed. Damn. And I was here on my own waiting, really trying to pull them through. Like I really did. Even my younger cousins, when they were like, uh, when they hit their senior year and they were like, okay, college time. I said, Hey, here, let me help you guys out. I was very adamant. Mm-hmm. And when they all, you know, when we would see each other on the weekends, we saw each other on the weekends. We would hang out all the time as if nothing happened. You know, I would tell them about, Hey, like this is how I feel like it's great being away from home. And I think at some point they all resented me for that. And I guess I never really understood. Do you think that they resented you or is because of envy that you did something that they couldn't do? Maybe a little bit both. Because I don't think it's resentful. I think it's like they're jealous that you did it. And now they are like, I guess, yeah, I hate you because you did it and they couldn't do it. Yeah, because I tried to pull my younger cousins into the plan with me. And when they chose not to. That's when you guys. That's screwed. when it really, it really drifted. We all drifted apart. And do you feel like um, that that relationship is done? Like, yes, can't go back to the way it was. I think we can still mend some things, um, but I think it's been so long. It's been 10 years since we've really even talked, like Dang. had a intimate personal conversation that I feel our morals are definitely no longer aligned, our beliefs no longer aligned, and I think our personalities have changed because we've all come to really understand who we are and i think we are all very different people Mm, i kind of feel like that too yeah because that's kind of how i feel with my friends my childhood friends Mm -hmm. because i was like we grew up together we have our ups and ups and downs and i don't know i just i just feel like i wanted to go one way and they just never like shown up Exactly. Yeah, and that's why I feel like, you know, like we we had this plan, like when we hit eighteen, we're gonna go to Japan. Exactly. You, you had know? all these goals, all these dreams together. Yeah. And I was like, you know, and we could move out, live in our own like our own house together, and it's just like I was always ready, but they would never like, like when I was ready, they weren't ready, you know. And then when I no longer could do that kind of thing, they all want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like our time you never aligned. But at the same time, I just feel like once college hit, once high school ended, we kind of just went our separate ways. So you didn't stay in touch with them when you went to college? Um, Barely. That's interesting because with my friends... I stayed in touch with them. Right. But that's that's the point I was making. Like, I realized throughout the years that it was always me mm-hmm. that had to do everything, you know? And that's always been the, the problem of that, that friendship was that 
it's like they 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 see me as the leader, even though they will never admit it. But I, I literally <laughs> had to do everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was the one who always got to um, get you the group to together. Initiate, right. Make the plan. Right. Yeah. And yeah. like I and, and like that's all I understand is like you guys say I'm not the group leader, but why am I doing group leader shit? You know what I'm saying? It's like I don't understand. You know, so you you don't want me to have this role, but yet you give me all the things that this role comes with. So then at that point, I just realized like it just feels like you guys are using me. You know, so then like towards the end of high school, I kind of like lost, um, stopped keeping track of with them because I always feel like they always. I have to be the one to call them and see how they're doing. Yeah. I have to be the one that always, you know, ask them like if they want to come over, things like that. Like they never initiated. And if they did, it's like it's pale comparison mm-hmm. to what I've done. One of my cousin friends, the older one, um, we were very close. Mm-hmm. Like when I went to college, we communicated all the time. We talked to each other all the time. And a lot of the falling out happened because of the fear that she had about her relationship with her parents. Mm -hmm. And then also the relationship that she had with her younger sister, who was also um, part of the group of friends that we were in. Why? She was afraid that if she'd leave, that her younger sister would be struggling with all No, it became a... She or my sister. Uh, she or my sister. And you, what is what's the saying? Blood runs thicker than water, or something like that. Jeez, you, <laughs> you can't use metaphors if you don't know the metaphor. Okay. But the idea that family always comes first, and that's I feel like a lot of our uh, her and my relationship ended up falling apart because of that. Because is that because her sister was going a different route versus yours? Yeah. Then it's then up to up to her. Then it's her f- uh, choice to choose her sister over you. But I mean, yeah. But, the, but that's the point, though. It's that people will choose their family right. over their friends, even though their friend cares more about them than their actual family member. Yeah, that's true. And do you think that uh, has she tried to contact you and since keep that, then? Yeah keep the relationship going i don't have any ill feelings towards her when we see each other we still right but the thing is that she's not initiating any of the conversation no no, yeah. no. that's kind of how i feel with my, my friends too it's like as soon as i cut them off nothing quiet mm-hmm. you know barely a phone call yeah and i'm just like i guess this is how a relationship is mm-hmm. you know and i don't know i guess it just baffles me that like i care so much about that about that friendship and then it's like I don't feel it being returned. Yeah. It's like even to this day, you know, like they're my best friends and all, but I just feel like the moment I stop talking to them, they will not come talk to me. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like what kind of friends is that? It's um it's hard. I don't know if you look at your, your friend's life currently, you know, friends that you've had in the past and mm-hmm. you know how you stalk them on Facebook or whatever and you look at their life presently. Do you ever feel like if they would have stayed your friend, maybe 
that life would have been different. Yeah. I think that if... I think that the friend, friends really did mess him up. I feel like I was the only friend that uh, really had goals and really tried to strive for them. Mm-hmm. But... They're, I was the outlier in that group. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In their group of friends, it's like they have all these other friends who just wanted to party and have fun and do all this stuff. And I was the only one that was really like, ah, like I do like, want to party, but right. but like school is more important to me right now. You know, there's other stuff that's more important to me. And because of that, I became the outcast. And then that's all they did was just, they just hung out with their other friends who just wanted to party and do things like that. So, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, if I look back at their life, I would say if they would just kind of like have a more um, goal-driven mindset like me, I think that they'll be better off, to be honest. It's just that they, they prefer to have that that um, that short-term satisfaction. That instant gratification yeah. and not really long term. Exactly. Yeah. And I, and I also feel like they didn't know who they 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 were. Mm-hmm. So a lot of their confirmations from their friends. Right. Whereas me, like I challenged them, but their friends don't don't challenge them. The friends right. just accepted them. Right. You know, because they were doing the same thing that their, their other friends were doing. So they're like, oh yeah, let's just drink and party and whatnot. But I was the one to always go, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, you should be doing this if this is where you're trying to be. I think that they probably... They felt that, like, you were attacking them or giving them a lecture. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that's always always how it's been. Like, they, every single time we talk, I've always... We always have, like, these deep talks, and I always tell them, like, why don't you guys just, like, do this and get your life together, you know? Mm-hmm. And I end up lecturing them for, like, an hour, that's true. And I've then, like, I, I, yeah, and I just felt like at this point, like, this, I'm just talking to deaf ears, you know, and I don't know. I, I just feel like that may have caused a rift because then now they associate me with the guy who lectures them. Or, or the guy who thinks he's too good for us now. Yeah. And they're because, just like, nah. Because he's able to do this and we can't. Yeah. I have never once looked at it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I looked at more like, you guys had so much potential to become so much more, but you guys chose to party. No, that's exactly how I felt about my cousin friends. I remember when I took that step and left, came back and I would tell them, hey, this is how great it can be. All you guys have to do is, you know, grow some balls and just leave. (laughs) Do it too. And it just kind of sounded like, oh, okay. She thinks that, you know, she has it good now. So, She's too good for us kind of thing. But that's not how I I felt it. Yeah, I felt you know, about it, you know. It, it's to me it's like you you try so hard to help your your friends out, but their insecurities like they're like overshadow what right. you were trying to do. Cuz all three of my close friends yeah. did go to college mm-hmm. and they all dropped out. Because I felt like they weren't surrounded by the group of friends that they needed to be surrounded with. Yeah. All of them, all their friends, even when they went to college, just wanted to party, had that college life, you know, do all these things. They didn't go to college to try to get a better life. And... And like I said, when I try to talk to them about that, they're just like, oh, whatever, you know. Yeah, 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 I'll do, I'll do mm-hmm. it. 
And then next week they just go into a party again. But you're still friends with those three. You know, I, that's the thing I've been reflecting on a lot lately. <laughs> yeah, I'm still really good friends with them, but mm. it's just like I just feel like we've grown so far apart now that I can't even talk to them anymore. Like talk about personal stuff? Yeah. Like you can't like what do you mean? Like you can't uh confide in them anymore? Cuz I I just feel like they wouldn't understand. Mm. You know? Because they've never been through or like your experiences are so different from them, from theirs, <laughs> that if you were to talk to them about it, they wouldn't understand because they don't have the experience. Is that what you're saying? Not necessarily. I think they would understand, but it's more like they wouldn't know what to do, mm. you know? So it's kind of like I could talk to a stranger and essentially get the same outcome. You know what I'm saying? You might get a better outcome. <laughs> but yeah, with a stranger, you know? Because that's... I have have tried to talk to them in the past. And I just feel like none of them really ever helped me mm. with my problems. You know? Yeah. And that's that's when I start feeling like, man, I've done so much for you guys. But didn't I bring that up to you once? Uh, you I probably think, did. I think we were talking about it and I said, hey... Your friends. <laughs> Let's talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I felt like you 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 give so much, which is good, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's something that you should do as a human being is is to give as much as you yeah. possibly can and don't expect anything back. But it got to the point where I saw you giving so much and it became a manipulative um friendship yeah became a leeching friendship i wouldn't say it's manipulative i think they would i think they didn't know themselves sure but yeah it became more of a leeching yeah friendship where i don't think they even noticed that they were leeching right right but the thing is that the thing that makes me sad is that one of my friends said that he was upset that he realized that he was a leeching friend when one of his other friends told him that the reason why they don't invite him to go eat is because they always have to pay for him Oh, he said that? Yeah. And I was like, to you this long? Motherfucker, I was paying for all this shit yeah. out of kindness, you know? And mm-hmm. I've never asked you to pay. Right. I, I just wanted you to reciprocate that kindness back mm-hmm. to me, which you never did, you know? Yeah. And that's when I realized, oh, man, you guys are all just assholes. Yeah. You know? You just need to grow up and learn how to be a friend. Mm-hmm. And that's the sad part. It's like, I have shown them what I wanted as a friend. And it's like they don't they don't see it, right? You know. And I've I've tried to talk to them about how to be better friends, what I want as a friend, and to me, it's like they hear it, but they don't really take it in. Yeah. And when I see those kind of things, I feel like oh, then that means that you don't really care about right my opinions. Yeah, and the second thing is like they never invite us to anything. Never update us with anything or just me in general. Like, <laughs> like I, I always have to be the one to go, hey, how's you know this so and so? How's so and so? You're always the one having to catch up. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, it becomes so tiring. And just like, why do I keep up with these people when they don't even try to keep right. up with me? Right. Yeah. So. I don't know, man. That's what I'm saying. Like nowadays, I I reflect more and more on my friends, and I'm just like, I can see why we mm-hmm. begin to distance. 
but you can say that you have some really good friends. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I had some really good friends who, who even though we are not striving for the same goals, right? We do have like goal oriented mindsets, mm-hmm. and you know. We do keep each other updated on that, those kind of things, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I don't know, man. I I just I really don't know. It really comes and goes because there are times when I don't talk to them, to some of them, and I hang out with this other group of friends, and then that group of friends just like slowly disappears, and now I'm suddenly <laughs> hanging out with this group of friends. It's like I don't know what changed, you know, like how did this group of friends leave and then this new group of friends show up. That is true. I I have noticed that about you. Like sometimes you hang out with these specific people for a very long time, and then suddenly a shifts, and now you're hanging with these other people for a long period of time. Maybe it's it's due to like just circumstantial like events that happens. Like a person gets a new job, or yeah, but I don't like someone. that. You don't like that because then it feels like you're just a friend of convenience. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they're only around when they need me to be around, and I always feel like I'm always just waiting for them to be available. Do you think that that might have a lot to do with your current situation? The fact that you have. The ability to the be The availability there. to be a friend? I think Does so. Does that make sense? Yeah, but at the same time, it's kind of like, that's not what I want. Like, though. let's say you were working a traditional nine to five job. Do you think you would still be close to any of your current friends now? Mm, some of them, yeah. Mm. But the thing is that, yeah, if you really think about it, it is friends out of convenience, though. Because if I did have, like, a console, like a PS4 or Xbox, I'd be friends with one group. <laughs> sure. You know? Yeah. But because I'm playing on PC, I'm friends with my PC group, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, man, like, we don't... I think there's, like, one that I probably keep talking to. Sure. Overall. Mm-hmm. But... I feel like the others, when they get busy with life, they kind of just cut you off. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like real telltale of where the friendship is. But isn't that what most friends are? Friends that are relatively convenient? I, I That's not the kind of friends I want. Mm. You know, I, I want friends who, even though we parted in life, that we still keep up with each other. We still contact each other, talk to each other. And I just feel like I don't get that much from any of my friends. So I do have to admit that I'm pretty terrible with my communication. So if I move somewhere, I tend to lose track of my friends and I don't communicate with them as much. I'm guilty of that. That Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't deny. And when I met my book club friend, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've come to realize how crucial communication is. It just is consistently to just consistently communicate with yeah. someone because I have never really had a friend who has consistently communicated to me as much as this book club friend. Like she would message me once a week just to talk about something that we really enjoy or just to tell me that, oh, she, she read this book or went somewhere and thought of me, you know, and like little things like that. You're like, oh, wow. Like 
thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and to me, like it's those, like oh, those you are... actually thought about me. Yeah, you yeah. went to Barnes and Noble and you saw this bug. And know? that's exactly what I want as a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, like <clears throat> one of my biggest things that really showcased to me uh, that you care. It's kind of like when you go to a store, mm-hmm. like you said, and, and you see something you're like, oh, like, you know, Sue would like that. Right. You know, maybe I should buy that for Sue. Right. Like, it's, that's what friends do. Right. You know, and it's, none those, of our friends It's like do. those unexpected things. Right. That and like, reminds you, know, you that, oh, okay, this person is still my friend. Like, this person thought about me. Right. And only a few friends have done that for mm-hmm. me. And, you know, and those are like what I consider really like best friend quality. Yeah. You know? Because... Yeah. That showcase to you that you have affected them in some way, mm-hmm. somehow, and you are relevant in their life. Right. Nah, not in my childhood friends. <laughs> Nothing. I, I do, it's funny that we're talking about this conversation because you remember like two weeks ago, I, I bought a gift for my middle school friend. Yeah. And this is a middle school friend that I haven't seen or talked to since middle school. Did she get it? Yeah, she got it. Oh, yeah, 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 she did. And um, we uh, we're friends on Facebook, you know, and we barely communicated or we barely talked for a long, long time. And just this year, um, she added me on Instagram and I'm like, sure. And I realized that uh, she was. Uh, a, a big army fan of bts yeah she's a bts fan like <laughs> and, you are and i was like okay i have to you know talk to her and it just felt like nothing changed mm-hmm. like i reached out to her we haven't like talked in 20 years or so and i reached out to her just just something very simple it wasn't even a hey how are you it was more of a reaction to the fact that she was a bts fan and it like sparked this reminder that, oh yeah, I remember why we were friends, you know? Mm. And um, yeah, we started talking since and we watched a concert together and, you know, it just reminded me that, wow, that even after 20 plus years, we could still talk as if nothing has changed. You know, I can't say that for my friends. Really? Like, like if you were to, let's say, Let's say a uh, elementary school friend reached out to you on Facebook and sent uh, you a message. I'm a liar. Who's this? <laughs> Who this? <laughs> wow. Well, because like I said, I'm not close to my elementary school friends. I am with two. Right. So if if one of those two were to reach out to you, would you would you be able to pick it back up where you left off? But the thing is that we weren't really like, we were more like acquaintance than mm. we are friends. So then you can't really call them your friend. But the thing is that like their success makes me happy. Hmm. Cause one of them is becoming kind of like successful at his hobby. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I see my Facebook posting stuff like that, I always like his video, right. you know? And right. I was like, man, like I'm so happy for him. You yeah, know, like yeah, he's living yeah. his life. But you said about my childhood friends, <sighs> It's it's kind of like that, where like when I see them, we could we could talk openly, you know. But I just feel like we're we've gone so far on our like we we have like strayed so far from the path that we don't really have much in common anymore. Do you think that it's harder for you to reconnect with old friends when when there's a negative reason why you guys kind of drifted or drifted apart? 
Um, because the example that I gave about my middle school friend was that we stopped being friends because we went to went different, to different school. high schools. Right. It wasn't because there was any ill feelings towards each other or the fact that we even chose to stop being friends. It was just life happened, you know? And then we reconnected and it was like, oh yeah, hey, like I remember why we like vibed so well together. I think so. Hmm. I think so. I think you lose the patience. You lose the patience with catching up? With just like... I guess like you you stop seeing them from like a friend lens. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like because they're your friends, you want to stay and listen to their problems. But if it's a stranger telling you the problems, you'd be like, dude, I don't care. It's kind of like that. Hmm. It's it's kind of to the point where like when you, like I said, when I realized that I've done so much for them and I don't feel it being returned, I kind of lost my patience with them. And so even though we're friends, it's just kind of like... Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So when they tell me things, I'm just like, I'm not interested anymore. <laughs> you know? Because I don't I, I don't necessarily care anymore. Hmm. It's like... I feel like I've told them so much. I tried to, I guess, quote unquote, lecture them. And when they stop listening to me, I just stop listening to them. And I think that's kind of where it's at right now. Okay. Like the, even the group chat that we're at, we barely talk. We just share memes, you know. <laughs> and I just feel like, is that friends? You know, we don't update each other on each other's lives. The only time we update on each other's lives is if we actually talk on the phone, or like in, in person or voice right. chat. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, to me, it's like, why do I have to be the one to call you to see how you're doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when's the last time you guys called me? Well, one of them has, but he's, <laughs> he's bad at it. He'll call me for something. I pick up and he's like, oh, hold on. Something else came up. And then he'll just, oh, never, he'll just drop you. Yeah. And then he just, just never like... calls back again. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like I, there's always a story that I always keep in my mind of, mm-hmm. of um, what I want as a friend. Okay. Right. It's this ancient story about this this Greek friend, these these two Greek friends, and I don't know their names. They they have names. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the names, but I just remember the story. And the overall story was, um, one of them was uh, found guilty for a crime, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I don't think he committed. I don't, I don't remember. I think he was he was false, falsely accused. Okay. And was found guilty of a crime, and he was uh, sentenced to put to death. Right. Right. The king has put him to death, so that uh, he's there waiting for his his um, the time to come to to, to his execution. Yeah, his execution date. Right. <laughs> Saw you struggling there. A bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't think of the word for some reason, and. Uh, <clears throat> So he he requests the king if he could leave to go take care of you know finish up tie loose ends before he he gets executed. Sure. And the king goes, sure you can leave, but you need to find someone to to hold your spot. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh that's fine. So he found his best friend. <laughs> yeah. Right. And his best friend said, yeah, I'll hold a spot for you. Right. His friend was just like, sure. Yeah, yeah. His friend was like, sure. You <laughs> I'll, know, I'll sit here with a, a noose around my neck for yeah, four hours much. while you go tie up loose so ends. So <laughs> the friend runs off, right, to go tie loose ends to yeah. to take care of family business and sure. you know whatnot. And the king goes, 
you know, and the time draws closer and closer and, mm-hmm. and the friend hasn't returned. Mm-hmm. And the king goes, uh, why are you so confident that your friend will come back? Mm-hmm. Like he could just run off and yeah. let you die. Right. And he was like, no, my friend isn't like that. He'll come back. Uh-huh. You know? And the king's like, aren't you worried? Like, you got 30 minutes, you know, something like that. You know, like the time's coming close. And he's like, ah, I'm not worried. He's like, he'll be back. Yeah. You know? And then it gets down to like literally the last second. <laughs> the king's like, dog, your friend <laughs> ditched you. You know? And he was like, shit you know and then the friend shows up and mm-hmm. he goes my bad like you know some extra things came up i gotta take care of some extra, extra stuff but i'm here now you know mm-hmm. and then the guy that the friend that was holding the spot was like see i told you my yeah. friend would be back and then the king saw how precious that friendship was that he allowed the guy to live <laughs> and then it was something like that and i was like you know that's did you that's, read this in the book of powers in the book of law no 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 48 no, no. laws of that, power that is not oh, a power okay. law okay, sorry yeah that is a, a liability <laughs> no that's a liability law when you have a friend like that they can use that against you yeah but anywho the point was that was kind of like when i read that and i was like ah, that's what <laughs> friends are yeah, you know that you trust in each other so much that you're willing to hold your spot, you know, because you trust that they'll come back, you know. And I feel like throughout the years, like that's always something I strive to to find in a friend, right? And and I've always always been that person. I've always been the friend that was willing to take that spot for you, mm-hmm. you know. But you don't think you found the person that would come back? Not necessarily a person that will come back. I think I was looking for people who were willing to take my spot for me. Mm. That was what I wanted. It's like I'm willing to to wait for you to come back, but I'm trying to find someone else who willing to. If I asked them, hey, can you stand here while yeah, I do go do this? Do you think you you have a person like that? Yeah, I have friends like that. Mm. You know, and but the thing is that the sad part is that uh, my childhood friends are becoming more and more questionable. <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like man now that i don't have patience with them i can really judge them for who they are mm-hmm. and i was like these guys are pretty bad friends like they don't <laughs> keep up but i yeah i have friends now that i talk to that i feel like confidently that yeah that they'll do that for me yeah because i would do it for them mm-hmm. you know and my childhood friends like i i've always felt like that and i always felt like if we both were striving for the same job. I would have preferred them to get it over me, mm-hmm. you know. But nowadays, I feel like they'll take it from me. It's crazy when I think about things like that because I look at my history of friends and I can honestly tell you that 90% of them would do that to me where they would say, you know what, I'm going to take this job from you because I can. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you will understand if I took this job, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's the difference between taking it and being the, like, giving the job away, you right. know? And just like, man, these are the kind of friends. Who needs enemies when you got friends like these, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just felt like growing up, you begin to realize these things. Like I said, once you once you realize who you are as a person, you begin to realize the things that you don't tolerate anymore. And and growing up, I've come to really realize that I prefer friends who are openly honest. Yeah. Like Tell they, me how you really feel. Right, they would just tell you exactly how it is. Because 
I think as you grow older, you don't care as much about what people think about you anymore. But when it comes to like mm, you asking a friend for an honest opinion, like things like that matter, mm-hmm. you know, or like a, a friend would tell you when you're wrong. Right. Right. You know, and, and, and that's just not necessarily and, agree with you just right. because they don't want to hurt your feelings. And then not take it personal. Yeah. I, uh, it's hard to find people like that now. Yeah. I don't know. I just been like, I feel like growing older, my friend group has gotten smaller and smaller. And I just, I don't think it's sad. But, that, but that's, that's also because you're becoming more of an introvert. Not necessarily. I mean, that is true. But it's just kind of like when you're striving for something, you don't have that much time anymore. So you really pick and choose the things you do. That's how I feel. Like now that I'm trying to do the thing I'm doing, it's like I'm, I'm so exhausted. But at the end of the day, that I don't really want to do anything crazy. Like I don't want to pick up anything new because I just feel like that's something that's gonna distract me from what I'm trying to do. Yeah, you know what's so interesting that I I literally just realized right now is that a lot of a lot of the people that I call my good friends now are people that unexpectedly just kind of showed up in my life that I really wasn't expecting them to be a friend. Did you so order like, a friend? What? Did you order a friend on Amazon? No. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like... I'm my, just saying, like, who expects like, friends? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> on Tuesday, April 30th, I think a friend's coming. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the person you least expect it becomes... A good friend to you. No? Doesn't make any sense. Uh, no, I don't think it necessarily doesn't make any sense, but I don't know. That's it's like, okay, perfect example would be like when I was going to work and we were having um, hours shortages. And so they were trying to find us um, positions wherever to so that we could make up for our hours. Yeah. And during that time, I ended up meeting a lot of people that I wasn't originally supposed to right anticipating to meet or even become very close with yeah i mean that's how you make friends right you know the the least expected i mean i guess my point is like it's not it's not crazy for a friend to just show up into your life you know what i'm saying it's not like an unexpected thing but i'm not gonna lie though there were moments where i would meet someone and i would just be like that ain't my friend no not that but it's like (laughs) we ain't never gonna be friends (laughs) you meet someone you're like oh okay you don't ever expect to become good friends with that person I guess. It's like my book club friend. She was the personal assistant to an author. Mm-hmm. To this well-known author, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, we met at a book event. Briefly. We introduced, <laughs> you know, we shook hands and said, oh, you know, hi, I'm Chi. So nice to meet you. Uh, you know, you run this book club event. I know who you are, but we've never really met. And then now suddenly we're just really good friends. Yeah, those are the best friendships. Like, you don't expect to be friends with the PA to an author or the PA to anyone who's even, like, remotely famous. But those are the best kind of friendships. <laughs> the friendship that you weren't looking for. 
You know and what I'm saying? And then we both realized that we went to the same high school. <laughs> but yeah, years apart though. Yeah. Yeah, that don't count. That don't count. You guys went to the same high school and years apart. You guys came from the same city. So it wouldn't be shocking to get attend the same high school. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's kind of want to just let that out. You know, that. <laughs> Your friends. Yeah, you just want to talk about how like friends change through the years. And as you get older, the more like distant you become depending on like what you do in life you you have a lot of like good close friends though i don't but you have good close family yeah so they're like essentially equivalent but i think yours might be even better because at least with yours like you know that they will drop everything yeah like i can say that almost every single one of them would 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 drop everything to help me. Yeah, I would say that one <laughs> percent of your friends would do. Well, that. my friends would do it, but to a certain extent, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they they would expect something out of it. I want to say expect you something know? out of it, but there's a limit. There's sure. a line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I get yeah. What you're saying. They're like, all right, all right. So you're saying that with family, there isn't a line. Right, you there can isn't ask a line. for help as many times as you want, and they will. It's, still- it's not about as many; it's about the the size of the help. Sure, you know. Yeah. It's, it's how big of an ask you can ask them and your family it's, with family it's always like almost unlimited you yeah. know yeah yeah that's why I said like sometimes it's better to have really good friends with family than it is with just other friends yeah but I mean who knows they might you know they might be better friends than I expected them to be but this is how I feel about it this is about your friends yeah this is like what i've seen is this something that you've been pent up about and you want to talk about i won't necessarily been pent up about but i think it was something that's been on my mind for a while now that i kind of want to just you know i kind of want to talk to them about it but i just feel like that's a that's a friendship ending conversation <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like it's because you relocated no no i think it's because i just have goals dang you make you make it sound like your friends don't have goals or something they're both bums, dog. <laughs> that's how it is that's terrible nah they're not bums but it's it's, it's true i just feel like do, do you ever think that maybe there's something wrong with you because i think about that a lot oh yeah you know when, you know that's a that's a good topic because i when i look at my friends i don't have many Mm-hmm. I could probably probably have like one or two that I can honestly and, count on. My and one head. of them is me. <laughs> the other one's Mimos. Mimos yeah, <laughs> and he even he don't Mimos like Mimos is the most loyal friend ever. <laughs> <laughs> and even he don't like your ass. He's like, dude, leave me alone. Quit poking my belly. <laughs> no, but seriously, like there were moments, still moments now that i think about it often like am i the problem am i the reason why i don't have many friends is it because i'm too harsh yeah too truth too truthful too, truthful? too honest yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is okay. i feel like that's not a a demerit I don't know, because every every person that I've come across, I've been like that, and I feel like 
it always put like a sour taste in their right. mouth that you always be judgmental on them. I'm not judgmental. I've I've never. Oh. I don't like to be judgmental, but when you ask me for an opinion, I'm honest. Let's take a break. So, Does that make sense? Yeah. Seven. What on one oh seven? Oh, one oh seven already. Yeah. One oh seven is what an hour and seven. Yeah. Minutes? Let's take a break. No, let's take a break, but let's pause here for a second for the motorcycle dude to hurry up and there you go. Yeah. Because what? You're brutally honest with them? That's the problem? I'm I'm not brutally honest with them all the time, but if you ask me for an honest opinion, you would give it. I would give it. Yeah, and like I said, that's not a demerit. And, and so when you take it personally, what am I supposed to think? You asked me for my opinion. <laughs> I'm going to tell you like how it is. Yeah, and that's that's and that's, that's what I'm saying. That's not a demerit to you. That's their self confidence on themselves that they can't have a friend that would tell them the truth. Because I'm a very I'm a very soft spoken. I don't like confrontations kind of person. So, as a friend, I will tell you what you need to hear. Uh-huh. What's that anything to do with you being <laughs> not confrontational or soft spoken? I have no idea. It was supposed <laughs> to lead somewhere, and then I kind of lost it because I was thinking about the noise outside. Yeah, that had, that had nothing to do with each other. But um, but I don't know. Like, do you ever think that you're the problem? Yeah, and I I, I know that I have my flaws. You do. You know, I've I, heard I, them. I've told you many times. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not preaching that I'm a perfect person, but or like the perfect friend. Yeah, you know, but the thing is, I try to be the best friend I, I can, and that's the difference. Yeah, you know, I may be loud, obnoxious, and sometimes like very, um, uh, not I want to say hard headed, but very like, what's that word? Arrogant. Not arrogant. I don't. I don't. I don't do arrogant like seriously. I. I be. I'm arrogant as a, like to be playful. <laughs> you know. Okay. You know, so as a joke, I'm arrogant. But when it comes down to it, I'm not arrogant. Mm. But I do know that I am kind of like hard headed in a sense. Yeah. That when I decide on something, that's kind of like what I want to do. Yeah. <clears throat> but I feel like that's not enough to be. Not liked my friends, you know what I'm saying? You like, think so? Well, to me, it's like if that's enough for me to for you to not like me, then we can't be friends, anyways. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, at the end of the day, I would still try to be the best friend I can, mm-hmm. and I don't feel that for my friends. I feel like they wouldn't they wouldn't put me on a list or like think of me if I'm not there. Mm. That's so sad. I know, but that's just how it is, man. But but the thing is, I understand. You know, I'm not perfect. And sometimes I feel like I'm I'm a bit too pushy, too demanding at certain times. You know, but the thing is that my demandingness, uh, when it's not like a selfish demand, I feel like it's a demand out of your well being in a sense. Like, I care about you as a friend, and I think this is what you should do. Kind of demand, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think they see as, oh, you don't agree with me. Yeah. So then you're not my friend. Yeah. You know? And I was like, no, I think what you're doing is wrong. You know, and, and you should do this other thing instead. 
But I don't know. I feel like I give advice a lot of my time and advice to my friends. And I just feel like sometimes they don't take it. And I feel like that's kind of like a spit to my face. That's kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to listen to what you have to say because it's not going to work. Or more like when the time comes, they don't listen to what I'm trying to say. But the all the events turn out the way I say it was going to turn mm-hmm. out. And then they come back to me. Oh, that reminds me of relationship advices. Yeah. When I would have a friend who's in a relationship, she would come ask me for an advice because I'm also in a relationship. So I could at least relate to what she's telling me. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would tell her I would give her an advice, just kind of tell her what I think. But she would completely disregard what I say and listen to other friends that have never been in a relationship before. That's because it aligns what they want, you know? So then they would feed her all of these information that are so unrealistic and she and and she would take it. Yeah, because that's what she wants. But that's not the reality. And that frustrates me. Right, and that frustrates me too. Because then it's like, why are you coming to me? If you're just going to disregard everything I have to say, yeah, just to go and take someone else's advice in which they don't have any experience or understanding of where you're coming from. But they don't see that. They just see you as one of the five friends they can ask. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't look at it as, oh, who has the most merit? Mm-hmm. You know, who has the most like mature understanding of the situation? No, that is, oh, I'm going to ask Chi. I'm going to ask, you know, Stephanie, <laughs> Megan, you know, all, yeah. like you're just a number. Yeah. And then they're just going to choose whoever they hear that they like the advice the most. And that's yeah. the advice that they choose. And it's like, no. And and this particular friend has been in this relationship for years only to break up when they could have broken up years prior if she oh, would have just listened to my advice. Don't. But because she had this big hope. Hope. Because everyone else has been feeding her this hope. Because they don't, she they don't know. That's the thing. Yeah, they don't understand the situation. And I feel like sometimes that's the hardest thing. You know, when you're so hopeful about something that you don't you, you don't want to look at the negatives. Yeah. Even though the negatives are glaring right at mm-hmm. you. And yeah, and like I said, like we I, I feel like we can see those things, we can tell you these these things, but when people don't listen to you, it just kinda like like I said, like it just feels like you're not as important compared to the people that agree with you. Yeah. And to me, it's like, if that's all it takes, then leave me there. You know, leave me as the unimportant person because that's going to be like the last time I gave you advice. I don't know. I do think about it, though. I do think about it a lot. If it's uh, like, if it's if me, it's you. yeah, who's the problem? But maybe, you know, I maybe think, it is me. I think it just has a lot to do with the fact that. You guys are different people. You guys don't have things in common anymore. Nothing's relatable. Yeah, but the thing is like... Then that means that... Then aren't we just friends of convenience then at that point? Right. You know, so does that mean that like it doesn't really matter anymore? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so. That like now that we've... Yeah, so that's what I think about a lot too. You know, like... 
now that we've grown apart, do we ever really have anything in common to begin with? Kind of thing, you know? Hmm. Like, have we always just been friends because we just did the same things? Not because we were friends as people. And now that we no longer have things in common, we just... That's interesting because I would think about my college friends and there's two particular ones that come to mind and we still have things that are in common. There are things that I like about each of them that I wish we could still be friends. But because we live in different parts of the States, we can't. But not even that. Just like they just don't want to talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you tried reaching out to them and just like nothing. Or like, they could talk back, but like, it's just that one time. It will just be a very vague conversation. Yeah. It's just nothing like, in depth. Nothing. Sure. You know. Well, that's a way to end a podcast. Well, very <laughs> monotone, sad. Like, yeah, wow. sad. Like, wow, we, we guess we all really don't have I, friends I out guess there. we all just go get cats because cats are our only friends <laughs> that's true that's true i don't know but i'm just saying it's okay i guess at the end of the day if your friends start to uh stray away or you start to lose friends we have each other <laughs> bum, bum, bum. way to end it wow no, well, okay thanks <laughs> rude <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. If you guys have any questions about uh, <laughs> friendship and things like that, we could delve more into like more in-depth questions. If you guys want to ask some more in-depth questions, send us an email at babustobabus at gmail.com. B-A-B-U-S-T-O-B-A-B-U-S at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs> we will catch you guys on the next Babus to Babus. Anything? No. Okay. <laughs>